Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, so there's a new thief ring, thieves ring in America. And it's, uh, it's, they're wreaking havoc in the state of Michigan as we speak. They're stealing cabins. I know what you're saying. Wait, yes, in Michigan, an entire cabin has gone missing. And they're blaming it on a group of thieves that have now made off with this cabin. Uh, the report says, uh, look, suddenly... The 12 by 28 foot cabin, gone. Just gone. The brown cabin, burnt orange roof, white trim, and a covered front porch. It was located on County Road 571 in Cold Springs Township, Kalkaska County, before it disappeared. Now, I just want to say, I'm sorry that we have thieves stealing cabins, but the story, the headline is, The thieves stole an entire cabin in northern Michigan. Obviously, this person has never been to Michigan. All right. This is Michigan. Kalkaska County is here. Okay. That is up north in Michigan. But northern Michigan is up above this. Okay. This is northern Michigan. Those of you that are watching live. Right here, this is northern Michigan. This is Michigan. Does not, it is not northern Michigan. Where this cabin was stolen is up north in Michigan, but not northern Michigan. And I just, just want to set the record straight on that. Probably the only one that actually cares. But I don't care. I don't care because I do care. I don't care because I do care. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. And for those of you wondering, I'm going to change my example now a little bit. This is Michigan, all right? And this is, when when I have to talk about the Upper Peninsula, Northern Michigan, I have to use this hand as the upper peninsula you have to just pretend that it's only the the two fingers and not the entire hand as upper peninsula but let's just the way it goes hey winsome sears you know her from virginia she gaveled the virginia senate in order with her high-heeled shoe the other day because someone who they're calling a, a prankster hid her gavel. I've got my gavel, Winsome. If you need a gavel, those damn pranksters in Virginia. <laughs> oh, so she used her shoe as a gavel. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. So if any lieutenant governors around the country 
that are, you know, missing their gavel because of the pranksters. <laughs> Call me. I'm here for you. Email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, and uh, I'll gavel you in. I mean, I can just Skype in. That would be awesome. I will just Skype into the different state government as they're getting ready to. All rise. The session is now in session. Winsome, back to you. I mean, come on now. I want that. I want that gig. So you ever, I don't know, get hooked on a link and you think, ah, that's kind of cool. That's what I just did. So the headline is the coolest urban design ideas from all over the world. And why I clicked on it, it's clickbait. All right, you got me. And it's got, at least I don't have to keep opening up. It's a long, I can just scroll through the coolest urban designs. I don't have to, next page link, click, which is agonizing. So I, you know, I, I start scrolling through. And I see that uh, they have, uh, in Germany, discarded phone booths that uh, you can get books in. It's like a little library. You return a book and you take a book. All right. And it's kind of, you know, okay. I like it. It's cool. It's a cool little phone booth. I love phone booths. I always, I always wanted a phone booth. I, I, this is the one thing I have never owned that I always wanted to own as a phone booth. I, I don't know. Look at me like that. I love phone booths. But some of these urban designs are really cool. Uh, like these swings at a local park where you can swing with your baby. You know the you know the little four the little four seat thing where you could you know you have to struggle to get your kids' legs in and you gotta push them in there. Get down in there. You're gonna swing. And you're gonna like it. Those things. Well, these have a connection to a swing where the adult can sit on it. And look at the kid after you shoved him into that thing, and you can swing back and forth with the kid instead of standing behind him or in front of him. That's a good idea. That actually is a good idea because you're going to get in this thing. And then, <laughs> then they have a traffic light in Singapore that allows citizens to tap their cards. I mean, if you don't have a card, you might as well. That's why you need a chip. Just put it in uh, to add more time to cross the street. So if you're, you know. One of those darn handicapped people. Boop. And it gives you more time to cross the street. Oh, man. If you're at that red light, how pissed are you when you see somebody tag that thing with a card? Ah! Ah, no. But that's the way it goes. In uh, uh, this, I don't know where this is. Where, where It doesn't say where this is, but this is a tremendous idea. The public bench that rotates, so you always got a dry side. You know, you sit down on it, and then, but if you, when you come up to it, it's got the little crank on the side, and it, you know, it rotates around, so it's always got a dry side. That's, that's a good move. I like that a lot. That's, that's, I like to see it. Uh, also, they have uh, manhole covers, and it doesn't say, say where this is at. Doesn't matter. Oh, this is in Oklahoma City. Okay, so it's here in America. They uh, have the manhole covers that are on the sidewalks with a map of the city. So you know where you're at. The little dot uh, is where you are at. You know, what you see on the map. You are here. Uh, it's got the little, oh my gosh, that, there's a show on this network. Uh, with the, what's his face? From upstairs. You know what's his face. That's, what do they call him? Oh yeah, Elijah. And 
<laughs> he does a show on this every every night called "You Are Here." I should this should be the this should be the face of his show, a manhole cover with a dot. You are here, but I like that idea. So you're walking around the city, you're able to see where you're at. Then this is another park bench idea that is actually I like too. It's genius. Big I guess I'm a fan of the park benches. Uh, the rails, the park bench is built like a little train. Okay, so it sits on the sits on a little track, so it goes around this park, so you can just you can follow the shade. Huh? Genius. There's no off switch. I wish I'd have thought of that. So it's like a little train, a, a little train. What do you? Why do you not like that? It's kind just plant more trees. So there are plenty of trees, shade. but you want a park. You want a little sun too. At times, you don't always want to be in the shade. My gosh, you ever go outside? <laughs> Try to avoid it. So many tourist spots in Tennessee have the viewfinders, uh, and I guess they have the viewfinders for the colorblind viewers, which I am one. But I never thought that they could have the viewfinder for the colorblind. The Tennessee first introduced the colorblind viewer back in 2017 to help visitors see the beauty of the Great Smoky Mountains as realistically as possible. The viewfinder's lenses allow people with red-green color blindness to see colors as they have never seen them before. I would actually I want to go look at this. <laughs> I need a color blindness viewfinder from Tennessee. If you can just find one and mail it to me, that'd be great. Just send it to chewing the fat. And then they show a building that looks like a computer screen that's a computer repair shop. That's not I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry, no. Uh, they have bicycle racks that have small roofs to protect the bike seats from the rain. All right. I mean, it's kind of cute little thing, but okay. All right. Fine. Is it a genius idea for the cities? Or is it just stupid? I don't know. There's a fine line between genius and stupid. You can't quote me on that. <laughs> That's a fact. From chewing the fat. That's a fat fact right there. There's a fine line between genius and stupid. So in Copenhagen, they have public hammocks made to made of sustainably sourced material. So I can sit in these hammocks out along the little river there that are made from people's trash, I guess. Great. Why not? It looks comfortable little hammock all right fine now they have this idea in the city which i feel is cute but you know the grates that they have on the city sidewalks especially if you're in the big cities they have the grades and someone has put metal pieces like footsteps across the metal grates so that not just females but anyone wearing long thin high heels would be able to walk across those grates on these footsteps and not have to worry about, you know, their their heels going into the grates. Can they just walk around? I mean, are they that dumb? If you're wearing heels and you fall into a grate like that, maybe maybe you deserve it. Uh, maybe it's just me, but I would say you deserve it. In uh, <laughs> in the, where is this place? It's got to be some European place. Yeah, Dutch design. Uh, they've got little tulips, tulip seats that fold up 
come up around it. Those of you watching just saw my hands go around the microphone. You can tell what it means. A little tulip seats. So that's actually a good idea. I like that. It should be. They, they should have these little tulip seats in America as well. Keep them dry. You don't have to crank the seat for the dry side when it's raining. And it folds down to sit at the park. Little park benches. Little tulip park bench seats. Such a cute little thing. I like it. In Japan, phone booth again. I don't like it though because they can't. You can't use it. They got. They've turned phone booths into fish tanks, and they have like little goldfish swimming around. I don't know who cleans it. Uh, who gets in there and cleans the old uh, goldfish poop out of that thing? But it's got to be nasty. Uh, in the, in that goldfish. Go ahead. There's doo doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. And that's what would happen when you open up that phone booth it'll be nasty goldfish are nasty man i don't care how small or big they are this place has a public punching bag on the streets cute uh they got the picnic table we got oh we got the picnic table for all in one picnic table all right so it's got the three levels and the once open side at the end so if you're in a wheelchair you roll up to that end if you're a human, you sit on the middle one. And if you're a little, if you're a human, <laughs> are you saying people that are handicapped aren't human? No, I didn't say that. But you thought it. The humans slide in. The adult humans slide in on the big side, and then the little ones down at the bottom. You guys sit down there, the little kitties table, cute. And then they have a. Uh, I saw a picnic table that has uh, the one, the top elongated for the wheelchair to roll up to it but it's in the middle of a park i I haven't seen a lot of i mean i know that you know if you're in a wheelchair you obviously could go off-roading i get it but are you rolling up to a picnic table in the park i guess okay whatever probably cheaper to buy all the picnic tables the same way so don't get mad at me stop it just a joke then they have uh shopping carts with little you know magnified glasses on the shopping cart so when you're pushing i guess so you can read the labels i guess this is from the old country i don't know why it's such a simple yet genius invention is it uh this was in budapest built-in magnifying glasses so they can read the products yeah all right i'm done there's no uh, oh another phone booth hold on what is this one this phone booth is now a wi-fi hotspot free library and has usb outlets to charge your phone now you're thinking now you're using the phone booth i want a phone booth i want a phone booth right now and i don't want one of those little stupid who tardis phone booths or whatever it's called I want a life-size phone booth. What's it called? A phone booth? No, you know the TARDIS. Or isn't that what it was called? The TARDIS from from the... the police call uh, doctor, box from, from Doctor, doctor Who? Who? Yeah. Thicker on the inside. Oh my gosh, you were one of those Doctor Who people. You got the reference, didn't you? We're done. All right, before we go to the break room, we got to do Who Died Today. Who Died Today? I mean, there's a couple of people on the list of Who Died Today. Uh, number one, the Candy Bomber. Dead 
at 101 years of age the candy bomber you know the guy that dropped candy on the kids in the berlin airship uh, air what do they call it i call it an airshift it's not an airshift it's a airdrop airlift airlift it was the berlin airlift yeah he died <laughs> you know he was dropping candy on him i know what thank you it's finally gone we got rid of them. Kids are still walking around today. What happened to you? I was hit by a candy bar when I was a little kid standing in line in Berlin. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Uh, Gail S. Halverson. He's been, I, I feel like, I don't know that he's, I don't know if he was here in uh, Mercury Studios or if we just talked to him. I, I feel like he was here. He was a really nice man and uh, sad that we lost him. Really sad. So anyway, uh, Gail S. Helverson, rest in peace, the candy bomber. Now, this person who died, died at the hands of her brother. And her brother killed her because she was uh, fooling around on him. I know. Oh, so. I love you, sister, but no one else can have you but me. I, I, I look. I, I didn't say I was for it. I'm just saying what happened. Now, apparently, there was an old girlfriend of his. Uh, I'll just make sure. <laughs> I'll make sure I have this dirt bag's name right. Jose Manuel Guzman uh, admitted to killing his sister. He only used a, you know, he just used a bat and a handheld electric massager. Uh, okay. After learning that she had relations with another man. So apparently, he moved back in with their sister a while ago. And then, you know, what? what's the next thing that happens when you move in with your sister? There you go. And then he found out that uh, she was uh, moving on. Uh, no. <laughs> all right, all right. It doesn't. I mean, where this is a murder. <laughs> she killed her. We're playing. I mean, not right. I love the story of the old girlfriend, though. I knew something was wrong with him. He was very possessive. And, Oh, did you? Did you think, oh, you know, hey, there's my old boyfriend who's diddling his sister now. Is there a problem with that? You think? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, rest in peace, uh, Carla Chavez de Ortiz. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh my gosh. There's so much to that story of the brother killing his sister after having an affair with her. I mean, she could have said no. I don't think that she deserved to die, but just saying. That answer is false. Just saying. Possible? No could have been the answer carla could have said hey jose back off me 
Maybe that's what she did. Uh, I guess she did. Yeah, actually. Now that I'm talking about it, I guess she did. And that got her in trouble, which should not have happened. It's very sad. So again, rest in peace, Carla Chavez D'Ortiz. Okay. Got a couple of emails. All right, stop for just a second. I don't want all that dead air as part of the show. Okay. All right. Although, might be funny, but no, I don't want to. I don't want to go right into it. We don't have the time. We're, we're already at 32. We don't have the time. All right, so I got a couple of emails, chewing the fat at theblaze.com. Uh, first uh, response to my uh, line, turn those machines back on. I got several emails, and all of you were correct, by the way. Maybe that's why the email, because they knew the answer, was Trading Places uh, was the movie when I asked uh, what line that movie was from. And uh, Brian, who tagged his email, your humble servant, said uh, your continuous phrase, and now he gets a little, uh, starting to pick the show apart a little bit. So, uh, okay. I mean, he says your continuous use of the phrase for those that are listening live, then telling us the date is redundant. Those that are listening live know the date as they are listening live. You should be saying those who are not listening live would be interested in when the program is recorded. All right, well, first of all, Brian, don't tell me how to do my show. All right. I mean, I appreciate you listening and you were right on the whole movie thing, but. <laughs> Um, the point of the bit of being redundant is that's the point. And, uh, really no one is listening to this show live. Get it. So that's the way it goes. Another email I got from Helen, who is a frequent emailer to chewing the fat at the blaze.com. Uh, Helen says, Jeffy, Jeffy, Jeffy. She starts a lot of her emails that way. I was surprised that you didn't mention in parentheses, or I missed your mention. Yeah, that was it. Okay, you missed it. Beating up on a couple of listeners today. Maybe I ought to rethink this whole thing. That your girl Ruth from Ozark was playing Anna Delvey in Inventing Anna. Yeah, I believe I called her What's-Her-Face from Ozark. Okay, if you can't, if you don't know <laughs> that that's Julia Garner, that's not my problem. All right? I'm telling you, I'm almost positive. I said, what's your face from Ozark? I don't know how you could have missed it if you were listening to the show. Maybe she wasn't listening live. Right. Thank you. Thank you. That's a good point, which should happen if she's a professional listener to Chewing the Fat instead of just a passive listener. That I Or I missed your mention. Yeah, you did. Okay, you you missed me calling her what's-her-face from Ozark, okay? Oh, you know who we're talking to? I can't wait. I'm excited to talk to David Larger, L-A-R-G-I-E, who is uh, the comedian oh, and entertainer, the impersonator, who sang for the monkeys in England. That we talked about the other day. I am excited to talk to David. Because I reached out to him. I wanted to apologize. Because I kind of thought it was a stupid thing. But as I was thinking about him. 
the other morning, alone in the shower. I was thinking, you know, David is a genius. And I want to talk to him about being that genius. I don't know that he believes he's a genius, but he is. And we're going to talk to him next. And it goes with the theme of the show today. Uh, There's a fine line between genius and stupid. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the other day, I did the story about the impersonator who was uh, tasked with impersonating Marvin Gaye for the monkeys in the United Kingdom, the Trentham Monkey Forest in Stafford, England. And uh, David Laghi was uh, the man performed the task. And I reached out to David because I wanted to apologize. We talked, uh, we did the story, and we talked about, you know, why didn't they just bring in speakers and let Marvin Gaye be heard? Why did they bring in the impersonator? And then I thought, David is a genius. And I wanted to, I didn't realize that when I first did the story. So I called David, and uh, let's get him on Chewing the Fat right now. David, welcome to Chewing the Fat. How are you? I am very well. I'm very well. And you make me laugh because um, you get told many things, but genius is not one of them. Oh, yes. No, no, no. I disagree. Okay, so I, because originally I thought, why didn't they just plug in a couple of speakers and let the, you know, the real Marvin Gaye audio go? That's just me. Yeah. Uh, Originally, I thought, okay. But uh, then I thought, oh, my gosh. I mean, no show in the world supports zoos more than this show chewing the fat i i'm a i am a great supporter and supporter of zoos around the world so you sir have just made a niche for yourself do you know how many zoos you can go to now and croon (laughs) for monkeys to take care of business i mean that is genius genius david well, to tell you the truth, I mean, you know, I don't know how much time you got, but it came to me in a very unusual way. Well, it came by one of the agents that I work with. Okay. Um, I do soul, soul Motown and reggae, just to tell you a bit about myself. I do soul Motown and reggae um, uh, scenarios at corporate events, you know, nice places. Um, I get to do hotels, restaurants, casinos, nice. private events. Um, nice. COVID, one, must, one, how did, uh, COVID must have hurt you a little bit. Oh, it it hurt us hurt us very very much. Oh, very, no very, kidding. Um, we were it was z- zero income, literally zero income. So, so when you are when you're not making any money, that's not good, right? That's what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> oh, <I'm, laughs> well, I suppose you know I can I can um, have a wild um, idea about your budget, and you've probably got you yeah. know a tiny little sump you know tucked away. No, I don't. So. That's the problem. But I'm with you anyway. Anyway, David. So it came to you. Your your one of your agents said, "Hey, I've got a gig at a zoo for you." 
Yeah, well, not well. They said that um, someone, one of the clients, uh, had come across and said that they've got a a forest and they look after monkeys and okay. they want to do a a kind of a PR, a bit of PR, yeah. but at the same time, see, see, you know, make it very tasteful. So then they said they wanted Marvin Gaye. And um, I've got a you know wide repertoire of songs that I do, um, some soul, some Motown, um, reggae, and a few pop songs as so well. So did you do um, more than Marvin Gaye for these monkeys to have a little business? I did, I did, I did. But, uh, but you know, initially they just wanted Marvin Gaye. Right. So I, I mixed it up with a bit of Barry White because I do a Barry White uh, tribute. You may do and, some Barry um, White on this program today because I am a fan. You but. never know. Oh, Barry White <laughs> Somebody special. Somebody I special. Love so, very well. And we did some Lionel Richie um, right. and a bit of Luther Vandross as well. So nice. It was a good mixture. They got about 40 minutes. So, did they you know? give you a. Now, the pictures I saw, there was you weren't on stage. You were just mixing it up with the <laughs> monkeys. Is that Are those truthful pictures? They are. Oh, they are correct. What they did was they've got a lovely, um, lovely forest and then there's a, a beautiful open space where. Um, they have some speakers built into the ground, beautiful speakers, both oh, speakers, nice. you know, quick sale. So anyway, um, right. you know, that that created a really nice environment and there was people around. They invited a few people. So there was, you know, families and so forth. So did some and, of the, the, did the some monkeys. of the did some of the zoo people start taking care of a little business too? Were humans oh, taking care was, of business? There was dancing and there was great oh, atmosphere. Yeah. Great atmosphere. Absolutely great atmosphere. Were, so did the monkeys was, now? So did do you think that it that it worked? I mean, did the monkeys start uh, relaxing up a little bit, lifting their tails, uh, taking care of a little monkey business? Well, we're not sure. I mean, uh, we have a joke. We, um, myself and Matt, the main guy down there, um, and Matt says that he's got me on commission. They have nine babies. They only had nine babies last year. Um, their most they've had is thirteen. Okay. So if per chart. Um, they have more than 13 babies or more than nine babies, then hey ho, I'm on commission. <laughs> I'm on commission. So, but it's a it's a beautiful idea, I think. Um, oh man, you know, and I, I would be if I commission for monkey babies, I'd be over there singing every weekend, man. Just give them a little tune. <laughs> Stop in and say hey, I'm singing here for you. So, did did the, any of the monkeys try to come up and say? Hey, David Lodgy, how you doing? No, I not, well, well, what happened was um, um, being professionals, uh, they gave me a briefing before in oh. terms of no sudden movements with the monkeys. And if the monkey starts to stare at you, then you've got to make sure that you're not forced into eye contact um, <laughs> too much. Um, <laughs> Don't. All these, so we, we had awesome. warnings. We had warnings. So I was, I was very um, cautious <laughs> while I was performing because you know if that monkey jumps on you you gotta <laughs> exactly for whatever reason i maybe hit a note that the monkey likes you know Who yeah knows? <laughs> right so i so have any other zoos contacted you david not as yet but well, we need to make that happen yeah we need to make that happen <laughs> that needs to happen there are i mean i what 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 was so surprising was how many media um people involved in media tv because it's an odd genius idea like i said we're pissed we didn't think of it james Col colvin yeah yeah 
Yeah, he does a little still, he does a little silly TV show. I've seen him every now and then, you know, James Corden. Yeah, so yeah. It, you know, and and the rest of them. So it's all a CBS News I heard as well. So well, it's, uh, amazing. I mean, first of all, uh, they don't compare to the chewing the fat. All right, David. So let's chewing the fat. You know, I, I can appreciate you know James Corden and that whole CBS News thing you got going on there, but we're talking to chewing the fat right now. Okay, <laughs> so I'm a little ticked now. So. You you just did your whole act for like forty minutes, and you work on commission. Now you got to wait for the monkeys to take care of business and have kids. <laughs> we need to work out a little contractual agreement better than that. We, uh, you, you see what I'm saying? Well, I think there's going to be. It looks as if there's going to be follow up shows, and anyway, nice. after the after the babies are born, then hopefully we'll go back down there and yeah. uh, and. This time we can step up things a little bit more. Absolutely, you need to put on a little bit uh, more of a business show so the monkeys exactly. <laughs> take care of it. Absolutely. So I am in love with it, David. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Now you do the you know corporate shows and stuff. You're off. You're working this weekend, so you're we're post COVID now, right? You're working now. Yes, yes, we are post COVID. Um, things are picking up. Things are picking up slowly but surely. So that yes, awesome. it's wonderful. How is uh, uh, overall life in the United Kingdom these days? Oh, that's a very um, profound question. May sound simple, but it's profound because it depends on what angle you're coming from. But um, from say my angle um, and my my experience, um, life is okay. Uh, life could always always be better. Yeah, um, you know. And obviously, we face and we have to deal with the government. So we have to deal <laughs> with you're running that damn prime minister out. I hope that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, opinions and I know. And this and so I know. It's it's a lot, but I think, as I say, life is what you make it, or life is what you you know what you experience. So, so if people want to hire you, let's say zoos. I mean, this show is huge in zoos across across around the world. So uh, if people want, if a zoo wants to get a hold of you. Uh, to perform, do they just go to davidlarge.com? Yeah. L-A-R-G-I-E.com? Um, no, I mean... Oh, no, oh, no. I'm on, I'm on Facebook, I'm on, I'm on... I am all over YouTube and all over the, okay. the Google, so if someone just type, literally types in David Largy and does their search, they'll find an email and they'll possibly even find a telephone number. Um, Excellent. Because I'm... I'm pretty open like that, but yeah, David Largy at hotmail dot com, or um, you can hit me up on Facebook or right. Twitter or Instagram, even TikTok. I'm trying to stay up there. Nice. <laughs> how are you? Nice. You know, I, I've, how are you with the social media? You good? Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. You get plenty of you get plenty of love from us, David. No problem. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, I just want to know what was bigger for the monkeys at the in the forest did they prefer marvin did they prefer luther vandross did they prefer uh barry white i'm guessing for me if i'm you know a monkey at the Mm -hmm. at the trentham monkey forest in stafford england i wanna i'm ready to get down for a little monkey business with barry white uh you know barry's been out there walking and talking to himself for about four hours now (laughs) 
You make me laugh. Even as you said it, you can tell that you are a proper Barry White fan. I am. Because I freaking you, love You lowered your tone as if it's first thing in the morning <laughs> when you've just woken up and <laughs> and the voice is really deep. You know? That's right. Um, and also you've mentioned about the four hours where let the music play. Barry White talks about him walking around. Awesome. That's right. I love it. My, my, one of my favorite. I love it. I, I absolutely love Barry White. But anyway, what were they more uh, excited to? Any particular artist? Um, it would be difficult to judge, but I would say that they enjoyed the overall ambiance. Oh, <laughs> good. The, Excellent all answer. The, all the love gurus. They, they enjoyed the entire show. Put them in the, the mood. Put them exactly. in the mood. I love it. And don't look them in the eye. Don't look them in the oh, eye, man. Don't, don't look them in the eye. Don't look them in the eye. Not for too long. <laughs> well, did you see any monkeys that you thought, well? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, to be fair, I'm, I'm more of a people person. <laughs> so I tend to focus and then put my attention on, on the, the people That's that were awesome. there and interact with the crowd and make sure everyone's having a good time. That is great. David, thank you so much. I know you're busy and I'm messing with you and I really appreciate it. I do think that this was a genius idea on your part to do this, though, because you're going to get, I mean, zoos around the world are going to be using David Largy now, and they should. Monkeys, in fact, monkey population is going to go through the roof thanks to you. So on top of on top of the salary, I think we work into a little bonus on every baby as well. Thanks to David Largy. I, I love well, we'll that. We'll see. I'll I'm thinking, you know, it needs to expand into all animals, you know, because okay. they're just as precious. Thank you. I was going to ask if any of the other surrounding animals, you know, like where the, you know, maybe the hippos or the orangutans or something uh, were taking care of a little business too, exactly. right? Exactly. exactly. Who knows? Because I've sang at, at various locations. Zoo was, was the, you know, the most yes. in nature. Out in nature. I mean, were any of the yes. other animals like this is for the these were for the uh, the one macaw monkeys? But were the I mean, did orangutans try to come over and crash the party and say, "Hey, I'm going to take care of having little monkeys going on over here today"? <laughs> well, I couldn't see. I couldn't see, but I know there was okay. monkey business going. All right, good, excellent, <laughs> excellent. I mean, that's you got to right. calm them down with David showing up at the zoos. David Largy, thank you very much for joining us on Chewing the Fat today. I really appreciate it, man. You be safe. Thank you very much. My pleasure. You take care. Have a great day. So we talked to David a little bit about, uh, you know, life getting back to normal and how he was lost down to zero. You know, no business as his impersonating and performing business was there in the United Kingdom going down. I see where Microsoft has said that many U.S. employees now have to be back in the offices at the end of this month. Today is the uh, 18th of February, 2022. For those of you listening live... Uh, <laughs> The end of this month, the 28th, uh, as the COVID case numbers drop, I see a story where Americans uh, are returning to restaurants and movie theaters. I mean, we want life back. The That story, though, is interesting because it talks about how we, you know, Americans are returning. But then at the bottom of the story, it talks about in Manhattan, uh, 
Uh, 10 to 15 customers a day pass through the first-class barbershop near Grand Central Terminal, okay? It was 50 to 60 before the pandemic. I mean, he said he's cut his staff from 5 to 3, and I'm surprised it's not more than that. And he still has to consider closing unless the you know he can renegotiate the rent with his landlord, which we've already renegotiated with you before. We're not going to do it again. You either pay or you're out. I'm sure they're going to renegotiate. Of course. I mean, what they have to? The guy's there, right? He's he's willing to pay and pay some anyway. He just can't pay what you want before. What you offer isn't the rate that it's worth anymore. So how about we think about that a little bit? And maybe that's his argument, and they will work that out. You know, I I get that. And the CDC, uh, God love them. You know them, you love them. I mean, really, the the CDC. This when you when you think of something that you trust a lot, top of mind, CDC. Uh, Doctor Rochelle Walensky. Uh, uh, I can't take her anymore, but she signaled that she may, may ease mask requirements in the next few weeks. Oh, that's darn nice. That's darn nice of you, Rochelle. Let me ask you a question. Do we care what the CDC says anymore? I mean, really? Do we? Eh, you know the answer. All right. You know what it's time for? It's time for... <laughs> What's the lie? Welcome to What's the Lie? This is the game show where we bring a contestant in and they try to tell us uh, what's the lie after we give them four headlines. Inside of, buried inside of those four headlines, one of them is not true. And they have to decide, what's the lie? And if that contestant gets it right, they'll win a brand new, that's the story behind what's a lie. So we've got a contestant, Corby. Corby, come on down and play what's a lie. How are you today? Thank you, Jeffy. I'm thrilled to be back. Thank you. No, we have, it's a one-time deal. I mean, you're in, you're out. You're not thrilled to be back. It's when we do pick a new contestant every week. Corby, come on down. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here for the first time, Jeffy. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Wow. You know how this thing works? Anyway. <laughs> All right, so what's the lie? Four headlines. One of them's a lie. You ready to play? Excited to play, Corby? So thrilled. Headline number one. The NHS recruits sheep to calm 12-year-olds getting COVID vaccinations. Headline number two. Baby Shark is getting a feature-length movie in 2023. Headline number three. Humans find AI-generated faces more trustworthy than the real thing. And the fourth headline in What's the Lie? New York Fashion Week's biggest winner is Squid. Those are the four headlines. <laughs> Corby, you now have 10 seconds to decide. I can't remember how the stupid game works now. If you decide, Corby, now which, what's the lie? It's not which. The name of the show is What's the Lie. The whole thing. This thing can get canceled at any time. 
What's the lie? <laughs> NHS recruits sheep to calm 12-year-olds getting COVID vaccinations. Baby shark getting a feature-length movie in 2023. Humans finding AI-generated faces more trustworthy than the real thing. And New York Fashion Week's biggest winner, Squid. Yes, Corby, what is the lie? What's the lie? Is it the squid one? Yes, congratulations. You are correct. My gosh. What have I won? You've won a brand new. Thanks for being here on What's the Lie. You too will be able to play What's the Lie by writing a letter to our sponsor, Chewing the Fat Podcast, available wherever podcasts are sold. What kind of cheap-ass game is this? What's the lie? Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.